Please welcome the liberator of the libido, Dr. Alex Schiller! 98% of the human population is unfuckable. Don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. Hello, my beautiful fuckable angels. My name is Dr. Alex Schiller, and I never sleep alone, unless I want to. I've had sexual intercourse with 3,179 people, and I'm going to help you do the exact same thing. Remember to subscribe to the podcast, rate it, share it, and check out my videos on the TikTok at Never Sleep Alone. Do you know we have over 60,000 followers on TikTok, Chef Dario? Wow. If you want to be on a future episode, give us a call 646-484-9371 or write us through NeverSleepAlone.com and our sexy producer, Tom, will set you up to be on our next episode. How you doing today, Tommy? Great here, Dr. Alex. You're looking great. We are coming to you from our studio in Midtown Manhattan, joined as always by personal chef Dario Mezzanotte from Milano, Italy. Ciao, Chef Dario. We have some fun people in the Spang Bang today. She is a dear friend of mine, an incredible singer, songwriter, and actress. We're going to be talking to Nomi Ruiz a little later. We are about to take our first caller, so get yourself a drink, slip into something sexy. I'm actually going to the opera after this to see Tosca, so I am wearing a black floor-length gown by Mr. Tom Ford. Wow. With a pair of gorgeous leather opera gloves that were gifted to me by a wonderful British woman at the after party of my live Never Sleep Alone show. Chef Dario is pouring me a glass of exquisite bubbles. Why have you covered the label with a napkin, Chef Dario? Surprise, surprise. You want me to take a guess what it is? Let me see. Oh. Mmm. I think it is Veuve Clicquot Brut Rosé. Yeah. Yeah, I know this one. I love it. (laughs) No, you know, I'm actually not crazy about the regular Veuve Clicquot Brut, but uh, actually a sexy British man turned me on to the Veuve Rosé. I am a fan. The champagne's cold. We are all feeling hot. And it is time for our first caller. Summer from Berkeley. Summer, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? I'm wearing an oversized t-shirt with absolutely nothing underneath. Absolutely nothing. (laughs) I like it. I'm I'm drinking a hard seltzer, of course. And my issue is that I don't know how to get back out there after something pretty traumatic happened to me about six years ago now. Um, I blinded myself in my right eye, and I am horrified of the opposite sex ever since. You blinded yourself? I did, yeah. Was it a sexual accident? (laughs) Is that why you're now horrified? No, it was... it was a beer bottle opening incident, uh, <laughs> um, but I invited myself. I have I wear like a prosthetic shell now, and ever since I got that, I am horrified at even conversing with a man. And before the um, accident, I was very comfortable with them. So kind of looking to see what I can do to get out of this very intense dry smell. <laughs> All right. First of all, congratulations that you only blinded yourself in one eye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. How do you feel about this prosthetic eye? Is it a pretty good it's one? Good. Uh, I'd say 9 out of 10, maybe 10 out of 10 people don't know upon first meeting me. 
Well, then, bitch, this is all in your head, literally and figuratively. That's great. That's great. You know, some people can't afford a really nice prosthetic eye, right. and I've fucked some of them, and let me tell you. So, all right. And you sound wonderful, by the way. You sound you absolutely beautiful and fun. And listen, this is a traumatic accident. Did you go into a fit of depression after this happened, too? I sure did. I would be devastated. I would think mm-hmm. I would never be able to come out. No, but you you have. You have. It's incredible. Guess what, baby? You are back, oh. and we're going to have some fun. I really hope And also, it's a good one. Nobody can tell. This is amazing. And you, you're fucking exclusively guys? Um, No, but that's a whole other story. Girls are even scarier to me than guys. <laughs> oh, listen. Nobody's looking at your eyes. That's the point I'm making. <laughs> I think you went through your dry spell and now we're going to get back and we're going to get back to it by doing exactly what you're doing. We're going to have a sense of humor about it. This is not a big deal. The only reason it's a big deal is your vision's a little impaired and I don't want you making another drunk mistake and blinding yourself in the other eye. <laughs> right. I guess my my question is, uh, I think the main hurdle is like, I want to go on dates again, but my question is, do I do I joke about it and do I address it or do I just pretend like it doesn't exist and they think I have a lazy eye? Like, I'm unsure as to whether to be open about it or kind of just like let it slide? Well, I think the key is you got to start experimenting and you got to find what you like more. And the only way to do that is to go on a bunch of dates. (laughs) And if you want, you know, because it's got to be something that you don't care about anymore. So if I were you, Mm -hmm. I'd start multiple online profiles Mm -hmm. and in half of them reveal that you have it in the profile Uh and in the other half don't. That way it's something you're not afraid of anymore and you can see who's responding to what. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, just in case you couldn't tell, one of my eyes is fake. Or you could even say, one of my eyes is fake. Guess which one it is, and I'll buy the first drink. Nice. In some of them. And then in some, (laughs) don't talk about it at all. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's a way bigger deal for you than it is for other people. What I want you to do right now, and I want you to get a pen and a piece of paper, and we are going to do this. We're going to do a two-column list. We're going to do it out loud, (laughs) and we are going to do it on paper. And I want you to be really honest. On one side of the list, Mm -hmm. you're going to put, love it. And on the other side, you're going to put hate it. So things about your life that have nothing to do with your eye. One Mm. thing you love about your life right now that has nothing to do with the eye. Um, I love um, my job. You love your job. (laughs) Fabulous. What is one thing you hate about your life that has nothing to do with the eye? Um, My relationship with my dad. (laughs) Your relationship with your dad. What's wrong with... What's wrong with your relationship with your dad? <laughs> um, he's a very conservative Asian parent and gotten into a lot of issues because of that. <laughs> All right. So that is something you can work yeah. on. You can make him go to therapy with you. You think he'd go? I think he would not be opposed to it, but I think it'll take some, some convincing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, guess what? That is something that you might be able to change. Mm-hmm. So that is something you can control in your life and you can work on. What's another thing you love about your life? Um, my friends. I love my friends. Amazing. You've got friends, you've got a job, and you've got a really expensive prosthetic eye, you lucky motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so what's another thing you hate about your life that you can control? Uh, that I can control? Um, I'm, I'm a shell, like literal shell of my old self. I feel like I am not nearly as extroverted and bubbly as I used to once be, and I miss that. Well, I would say that you're starting to change that already. So... <laughs> All right, so write that on the list, and now we are going to change that. You are going to start doing more extroverted things, and I think where you should start is you should go to a sex party dressed as a pirate with an eye patch. Oh, my God. 
That's a great idea. How fun would that be? That sounds amazing. That, that's a great, that's a genius idea. You don't have to fuck anyone. You're just going to do it. Oh, my gosh. You're going to find a costume sex party, and you are going to go as a sexy pirate with an eye that patch. That sounds unreal. <laughs> it sounds like more fun than the old summer. It sounds like the new summer, who's even more extroverted than the old summer. Do you know how to find a sex party around you? Um, I, I don't, but I'm very, I'm very curious now. <laughs> GTS, Google that shit, and I'll help you, too. you think you'd find it? Yeah. I'll help you. You can write to me at DrAlex at NeverSleepAlone.com or through Mm -hmm. Instagram, DM, at NeverSleepAlone, and we'll find the sex party. But I want you to do it. I want you to start doing things that sound crazy, Mm -hmm. that sound wild, that you would never do. Start having new experiences with no expectations. Awesome. And you're not expecting to meet someone. Right. You're not expecting to have sex. You're just doing crazy-ass shit because it's about to be the spring Mm -hmm. of the new summer. You understand me? Oh, yes. Yep, that sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) And you sound fun, and I want you to come over. And I bet if we met, I wouldn't be able to tell which eyes fake. You just got to get over it. So start experimenting, start having new experiences, start meeting more people, and do the thing where you confront this head on. And you're going to do it by doing multiple online profiles. Mm -hmm. Reveal it in half, don't reveal it in the other half, and see what you like. And I want you to make it a point to have at least three new experiences a week. I want at least one of those experiences to be an experience that puts you in touch with strangers. So that can be going to a Thai cooking class. Mm. And then I want at least one of those experiences to be something you do totally by yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to do something really wild and specific, which is, (laughs) tell me what it is. Go to a sex party dressed as a pirate. Doesn't that sound like fun? Sounds very... Freeing. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. The only way to get over a dry spell is to get over a dry spell. And it mm-hmm. might help you to talk to people that are going through what you're going through. Have you joined any of these prosthetic eye support groups? I haven't, actually. It's okay, there's a great one that's literally called LostEye.com. Oh. It's a really fun message group about people that are dealing with loss of vision. And maybe you want to go on a date with a blind person. A blind date with a blind person. Why not? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> And listen, people are going to adopt the attitude about you that you have about yourself. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, all right, Chef Dario, straight guy Chef Dario has some things he wants to say. To make you, I don't know, to make you feel more confident, uh, uh, I want to ask you one thing and I want to say another thing. So, did you make new friends since this happened? Um, After, yes, I've made made friends. Mm -hmm. So, I'm sure that the same, uh, you know, with the right person, the same approach that you had with, uh, you know, revealing and talking about this with... Uh, somebody that you now have a great friendship with. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that that approach would work fine with uh, somebody with you know with the right person, uh, even if it's, there is uh, some more romantic agenda mm-hmm. uh, in store there. Do whatever feel, feels natural. People that uh, had these kind of life experiences that are that are difficult, they are stronger. They they have a sexiness about them that is like you know it's like having a scar. They, you know yeah mm-hmm. of course there is a scar. But that carries quite the charm, and, and it's, it can be very sexy as well. Mm-hmm. 100%. And that's something you can put on your profile, too. I have a sexy scar story, mm-hmm. and I want to hear yours. Exactly. <laughs> I have a sexy scar story. Instead of saying the... the, the I feel like Chef Dario's got a little Roner for you. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. He's, he's into it already, and we do have pirate costumes. Amazing. I'm game. I'm, I'm free. All right. Scott from Boulder, <laughs> what did you want to say to lovely Summer? Hey, Summer. Well, first off, you sound super cute and charming. So, like, you clearly have the ability to talk to people in a way that will disarm them. And so I really dug when you said, can I make a joke out of it? It sounds to me like you're at that spot in your life where this was six years ago, you said? Mm Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, what you've processed it sort of in your, your sort of like close community. Now it feels like you want to step out. So Dr. A is the expert, but I would say maybe baby steps, like doing certain things where it's like, you know, you're going to feel comfortable. And what are you really worried about? Like people aren't going to find you attractive. Is that what your concern is? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm scared that people are just going to be more superficial than I would hope. Nah, I, look, I, I think, yes, it, part of it is in your head. But the only way you're going to learn that that is not, in fact, the case, I can tell you that until I'm blue in the face, but the only way you're going to get confidence is if you start to put yourself out there little by little and you realize, oh, shit, they're not concerned about it, so I can move past it. Whether that's because you acknowledge it with a joke Mm -hmm. or they just learn about it or they may never notice, either way, putting yourself out there is going to be the game changer for you because you're going to realize what we're all saying to you, which is it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. But again, we can say that till we're blue in the face. The only way you're going to learn that is if you actually go out there and and sort of put it to the test. At a pirate themed sex party. (laughs) Also, also, you know, there are assholes in the world, no matter how many eyes uh, you have. Right. Also, those who who gives a shit about that? Mm -hmm. Yes, Will from WeHo, what would you like to say to Summer? Summer, I just want to say if you wear the right top, no one's looking at your eyes. Anytime that somebody's been through something, it just makes you sexier because you've got something to talk about on your journey. You didn't just sit back and and watch the world go by. You were out there doing stuff. So just remember that's who you are. You're that girl. And also work on your tits. Play those up a lot. (laughs) Let's go to the pirate party. I'm ready. I'm I'm already Googling, Google searching orgies around me. All right. Fabulous. Right. Remember, you don't have to do anything right. at this party. You're just going to go and be the hot pirate with the eye patch in the corner. <laughs> Maybe you're going to take that eye patch and turn it into a cock ring on a, <laughs> the guy who's dressed up as Captain Cook. All right. I am so proud of you, Summer. We want to hear an update. So definitely remember, mm-hmm. remember your homework also of three new experiences per week. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you get the book, Never Sleep Alone, mm-hmm. and you want to do the challenges, I will check in with you every week after you complete each challenge. I think it's the time in your life to be doing that, okay? Right, definitely. Thank you guys so much for your help. I feel rejuvenated. <laughs> stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fucking bold. Bye, Summer. Bye. All right, next up we're going to Nick from Long Island City. What are you wearing, what are you drinking, and what can we do for you? So I'm wearing a suit right now. Uh, oh. I'm drinking a vodka tonic. All right, Nick, what what can I do for you? You sound like you got it together. Oh, I appreciate that. I don't, but um, that's nice of you to say. Essentially, uh, I started dating a girl here. Um, We've been on several dates. Both really like each other, but then she informed me that she uh, intends on getting back with her ex-boyfriend, a man that she has broken up with in the past because he was caught on Grindr, which is the uh, gay dating app. They're now getting back together, and I find that a little strange, and I want to know if I'm being closed-minded or uh, if, if... you know, there's some merit to it. Well, first of all, just because somebody's on Grinder and hooking up with guys does not make them gay. Mm-hmm. Sounds to me like he's pansexual, because it sounds to me he must have ate her pussy well enough that she's going back to him instead of being with your sexy suited ass. <laughs> yeah. So, A, I don't think he's gay. Now, the interesting part of this is, is not that she's choosing to be with a man that also happens to be into dudes. It's that she's choosing to be with a man who went behind her back, a man that she had trust issues with. 
sure. Um, did she explain that to you? Yeah, that, and that's the crux of the issue. Um, and, and that's kind of like when I would talk to her afterwards, I would say, you know, uh, I, I'm with you on the, the grinder thing, by the way. I think people can be bi or pansexual, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I think that there's a trust issue that, and I don't think people can just automatically uh, not cheat once they're uh, cheat once they've cheated. Yeah. Well, bottom line, and I, I hate to be harsh, but uh, she's just not that into you. So it doesn't matter what she's doing with this pansexual dude. She doesn't want to do mm. you anymore. Is what it sounds mm. like, and it sounds okay. like you're hung up on her. So for sure, how are we gonna get you over her and under someone else? Uh, th- does it matter that we haven't slept together yet? Yes, that's a further sign that she's just not that into you. Okay, you got it bad for this girl. What's, eh? what's the so three dates and do you kiss? What, what what happened? Just uh, really connected. Um, you know, I'm sure you've been on bad days before where you really can't stand the person. Um, but there's an individual who, like, we've hung out a lot and really enjoy each other's company, um, which is a rarity. It is a rarity. But guess what? It sounds to me like you've got a great female friend to go out with <laughs> and meet other females that are actually into you. I mean, Lovely. this person hasn't had sex with you. This person is telling you about how they're going to get back together with their ex. So... You might have incredible chemistry, but it doesn't sound like there's any desire for you from her. Okay. Tell her that that you really enjoy her company, that uh, it would be fun to just keep hanging out and being friends. Go out. Uh, make it a thing that you, you know, that you go out and meet people together. And then, you know, no expectations, but maybe seeing you flirting with another woman or like, you know, when you're going to start seeing somebody else, maybe something strange is going to kick in her brain that... She's going to get all of a sudden jealous and change her mind. Who knows? But no expectations, of course. Uh, all right. I mean, yeah, the truth hurts, but I appreciate you guys putting it out there like that. I think I'm right on this. But let me ask you, how much time have you been spending meeting other people? Or is all your free time chasing after this uh, 24-year-old? I spend time with a lot of different people, but she's the only one that I, I like. Well, it's time to meet more people, okay? Because you can't push, you can't pull, you can't force someone into having desire for you. You could have a frank conversation with her without fear of rejection and just be like, hey, I know you're really into your ex, but do you feel like there's anything here? So we've had that conversation actually last night. Like, like we've told each other that we, that we love each other. Mm-hmm. What you told each other that you love each other? Yeah, and not in like a friend, not in like a friend way. Like, I, like I'm, I'm pretty wicked. I'm not, you know, naive. Um, like in a real way. You, so you've told each other that you loved each other, and and how did that happen? Were you on drugs? Uh, <laughs> no, no, ma'am, not on drugs. Alcohol. So you're sitting at a bar, you're drinking, you're not kissing, you're not making out during this, and who says I love you first? Obviously, I did. And she said, she said, I'm, I'm falling in love with you too. And then she left. She said, I'm falling in love with you, too. Yes, ma'am. And then did you kiss her? Uh, you know, that pro- in retrospect, that sounds like the right thing I should have done. But yes. No, I did not. Yes, and here you go calling <laughs> other guys gay. Listen, buddy. <laughs> you need to get it together. Yeah. She needs to get uh, her shit together. You yeah. both sound like hot messes. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm a lawyer, uh, she's in law school, uh, both total messes. Absolutely. Listen, you're an older guy, she's 24, women in their mid-twenties, and I know because I've been one, and they're confused. We don't know what we want. We're afraid to get hurt, but we also like to keep guys on back burners in case the guy that we're really into hurts us. You got to make sure she's not back burnering you here. You need to be the dom in this situation, and you need to say, these are my feelings. I'm declaring them, and I want to know right now 
how you feel about me. Is this something that you could see happening? Or are you just so hung up on this guy and you're just using me for free food? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I, can, I mean, I could do that. Yeah. Declare your feelings. Look at the situation honestly. And if it seems like she's into you, say, may I kiss you? If, if, it, if it happens, if this the- theoretical love realizes in a, in a material attraction, then you got something. If it doesn't, you should just forget about her for now. UYW, use your words. And then UIM, use your mouths. <laughs> New York City's a tough place. Lonely people get drunk and tell each other I love you all the damn time. Sure. It's up to you to find out if it's real. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. I appreciate it. All right, today in the NSA mailbag, a listener question for Tom. Tom, where's the strangest place you've had sex? Hmm, that's a really good question. I would say at a campsite, dusk in Canada and the Atlantic provinces. We're just lucky that we didn't get caught. What was strange about it? Were you just outside in the open? Were you in your tent or were you, you know, by the communal fire pit? Oh, on the picnic table, outside. Ooh, ooh, oh, that just made me really want to do that. Make me a tent or reservation now, Chef Dario. (laughs) Harry from Corpus Christi. What are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? Hello, I'm actually naked right now in my bed and drinking water. Wonderful. Naked and hydrated. I love it. Are you under the covers or on top of the covers? On top of the covers. Now, are you naked just because you were calling us or are you always running around naked in your house and or sleeping naked? I always, I'm always naked most of the time. That's nice. All right. That's very nice. My kind of gal. What can we do for you today, my beautiful naked Carrie from Corpus Christi? So, I have a question. Um... I don't organ them. The only time that I think I organ them, it was too painful for me. I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. And I tried buying um, a toy. It's, it's not helping too, so I don't know why. Maybe am I normal or is it... You're 100% normal. I, there's many women that have never had an orgasm in their life, so you're totally normal. I'd like to talk about the pain, though, that you said you experienced. Could you talk about that a little more? So the, that one time it felt like, uh, uh, can, I, can I call it dick a dick or something? With a dick? It was with a dick? Yes. So you were fucking a dick. Describe to us the encounter when you had this painful orgasm. Okay, so this time I was having um, a dick and um, and this guy, I felt like my my intestines or something were coming out. Yeah, girl! I was like, if this orgasm, then I don't want it if it's this painful. Well, it, it didn't feel good at all. There was no pleasure mixed with that feeling of your internal organs being ripped from you. No, I felt like, oh my God, what is this? It didn't feel good. Okay, honey, that wasn't an orgasm. That was just him bumping your cervix. Oh. How many times would you say you've had sex in your life? A lot of times. How, how many is a lot? Just, just guess. Oh, I've had sex like with 11 people. 11 people. Okay. okay, and how old are you? 29. You're 29, 11 people. Yeah. You know, I didn't have my first mind-blowing orgasm until I was 32 years old. Oh. So you are 100% normal. Now let's talk about self-pleasure. Do you masturbate? No. You don't? Okay. So if no. you don't know how to give yourself an orgasm, that reduces mm-hmm. the chances that someone else is going to give you one. Mm. It sounds to me like you don't really know your body at all because you think that your cervix 
is your intestines. And by the way, that's totally normal because as women, we are not taught to know our bodies and to get to know our bodies. As women, if we are caught masturbating as children, we're often shamed about it. I know I was. My mother caught me humping a pillow after my grandfather died. And you know what she said to me? She said, that is disgusting, and your dead grandfather is watching you do that. Oh, my God. Now, who says that to a five-year-old oh. child, and I didn't masturbate for years because of that? Wait, did you masturbate at five years? Yes, and don't you shame me for it. Most of us do. And by the way, <laughs> you probably did, too. So you're telling me you've never masturbated in your life? You've never rubbed up against the school desk? Hmm? Um, I grew up in Africa. So um, it's not common. You have a wonderful, beautiful body. And clearly you are attractive because you've had sex with 11 people. You liked the sex you had with these 11 people? This was consensual sex that you wanted to have that you agreed to? Yes. Okay, cool. And was this in the context of relationships or these are just random encounters? Relationship and like two uh, night stands. A two night stand? Mm-hmm. Okay, and now you're not having an orgasm, but I want to know, are you feeling pleasure in these sexual encounters? My physical pleasure comes more in romance okay. than actually sex. A lot of us are like that. We need to feel a sense of romance in order to feel anything down there. We need to feel a sense of connection in order to feel anything down there. So, yeah, so that's how it is. This is all normal. And we need to arouse all the senses before we even think about down there. Tom, our producer, would like to talk to you. Tom, what would you like to ask Carrie? I just want to say that I, you know, as a man, it's a little easier for me to have an orgasm. And I had orgasms, you know, since I was a teen. But a couple of years ago, I took an edible and okay. had sex when I was high. And ever since then, my orgasms have completely changed. Now they're much more intense. They're much more pleasurable. Sometimes they last hours. And so I would say like part of that is the ability for me to get in the mood and to really relax and settle into it. And maybe it would be good if you spent a little more time or had a glass of wine or maybe took an edible that would loosen you up and relax you so that when the orgasm was coming, you weren't fearful of it. You kind of embraced it and you went on that ride. Okay. Is that something that resonates? Are you someone who likes to uh, drink wine? Are you someone who likes to experiment possibly with some 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 light drugs like marijuana, edibles? No, unfortunately, I don't drink. I don't do drugs. All right. Well, that is absolutely fine. So we got to find another way. Good advice, though, Tom. And I will say that that has worked for me in the past, too. So, But there are other ways that you can get into your body that do not require drugs or alcohol. And I want to talk about those in a minute. Nomi has something that she would like to say to you. We've got Nomi Ruiz in our Spank Bank of Experts today. Well, I feel like there's a lot of factors that are affecting this situation. Like me, as a woman of trans experience, I was a vagina owner later in my life, in my 20s. And I had to relearn my body and relearn sex and sexuality and orgasm. And I realized I, it was easier for me to orgasm alone on my own masturbating. But then when I was with a partner, it wasn't happening. And I started to blame myself and blame my body. And then I just realized that you know, I needed to, first of all, really have a connection with the other person. So like the right partner is a big factor in this. You know, I think there's there's so much pressure to have an orgasm in general that sort of like distracts us from being present and really being able to access pleasure when you sort of have your mind focus on something else or even on anything. I feel like 
the best sex and the best orgasms happen when you're super present, super just in your body and not in your mind. So like if your mind's just constantly focused and pressured on achieving an orgasm, it could affect you and, and not even allow you to get there, you know? So I think the more you can just enjoy the moment, you know, of, of, of sex, the, the during instead of the climax, I think it could assist in hopefully achieving that orgasm that you're looking for. Okay. Nomi's advice is absolutely right. And also, have you ever tried yoga? No. Okay, so kundalini yoga actually helped me a lot with getting in touch with my body and kind of identifying my my place of sexual power and the kind of poses that they make you do and the root lock that they make you do in kundalini yoga, which is about bringing that sexual energy up from your genitals and having it radiate through your body and out your fingers. And this is my non-technical way of describing, but that's how it felt to me. And I felt like I got in touch with my vagina and with my sex organs, with my anus and with my clitoris in a way that I never, never have been before. So I think you really need to get in touch with your body and your breath, and you need to take some time exploring with yourself without rushing what makes you feel good. Not what's going to give you an orgasm, but what is going to make you feel this intense and sustained pleasure that builds and builds. And I know you said romance is important to you. Practice being your ideal lover. Mm. Practice talking to yourself. Do you like it when your partners talk to you? When they tell you what they want from you in bed? When they tell you what they want to do to you? Mm -hmm. Okay, I do too. So talk dirty to yourself while you're pleasuring yourself. You got a toy? Yeah. What kind of toy you got? I have um, a black dick. I have a white dick. I have I have a lot of stuff. And these dicks aren't attached to humans. These are toys. Do they vibrate? I have two. Two don't, one does. Okay. I, I, I play around with the vibrating ones first. And do you stick them inside? Yeah. Stop doing that for a while. I want you to start <laughs> I want you to start doing the opposite of what you've been doing, just to kind of retrain yourself and to understand that this is not a race and this is just fun. This is you having fun with yourself, mm -hmm. taking yourself out on a date, uh -huh. saying beautiful things, and becoming your ideal lover and teaching yourself how to please that beautiful pussy so that you can tell others what you want. Does this make sense? It does. Chef Dario had something he wanted to ask you real quick. I just wanted to yeah, add no, that uh, since you say that, um, you know, romance is really your, your favorite part. Um, you know, romance often comes with a, a lot of foreplay. So I just wanted to know what, what, what the foreplay looks like in your usual se sexual encounter. Is there some uh, uh, um, uh, oral sex uh, that, that you receive? And uh, uh, does that uh, bring you any closer to uh, some sort of climax? No, my kind of ideal foreplay, um, I sound crazy, but my kind of ideal foreplay is being in a public place and and a man like touches my teeth and I just love, I love danger, like at the beach and you're trying to, and you're at the beach uh, when people are looking at the other way and you try to sneak in, like finger fuck me. Ah, uh, the mole. Just try it. I think your first orgasm is meant to be repressed in volume and uh, with uh, some finger fucking and teeth grabbing in public. Yeah, I think you need to rent a little cabana I think, on I think, the beach. I think this all sounds great. <laughs> Tell us more about Corpus Christi. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the danger of like 
oh, I'm having sex and people are passing, they're not seeing me. That's what I love. I think you should you should maybe uh, create an online profile that says exactly what you're looking for in a partner. You don't even need to meet these people, but defining your desires, you know, you could put a Craigslist out anonymously. You could put an ad on FetLife with no pictures and just put, this is what I want. And describing that is going to help you get in touch with yourself. But I'm telling you, if you put that out into the universe, it's going to come. You're going to find some sexy Corpus Christi cow boy who's going to take you to a beach cabana and put his hand over your mouth so nobody hears your moans of Mm -hmm. pleasure and he's just going to tickle your tits and he's going to say I'm not going to touch that pussy I'm not going to touch it I'm not going to touch it till you beg by the way you should WTF wait to fuck don't let anything inside of there until that hole is begging for it and understand that the arousal process takes a long time for women on average about 22 minutes so don't rush do not rush. Enjoy every moment. Yeah, because I'm this person. One time I gave out a blowjob at the plane on a flight. What? You gave somebody a blowjob on a plane? On a flight, yeah. Crazy. Good but for you. This sounds awesome. I think, uh, you know, Yeah, stop worrying about the orgasm. You're having a fabulous life. Yeah, sometimes yes. it's good to keep important things for later. If you get everything in the beginning, then it's like, what else is there? Oh, yeah. All right. Listen, write to me. Write to me at Dr. Alex. Spell out the word doctor. Dr. Alex at NeverSleepAlone.com. I'm going to hook you up with some Kundalini classes. We're going to take a look at your toy inventory, see if we can supplement it. And uh, don't worry, you'll find your orgasm. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Doing it with Dario. Picking a restaurant sometimes is a matter of a split-second decision, but don't worry, I'm here. You want a dark place, a dimly lit place. And live music, it's always better. Always. But beside these things, where are you going to look at? Well, you have to look at the size of the menu. You want to see a small menu. A small menu says that the chef cares about it. Cares about the suppliers, cares about the seasonal ingredients. You know you can trust him. That was wonderful, Chef Dario. What's with the pronunciation? Are you trying to say menu, honey? Menu is the correct pronunciation. It's a French word. Menu. I know it's hard. We all learned something. Elliot from Baltimore, what are you wearing, what are you drinking, and what can we do for you? I currently just slipped into some silk boxers, feeling mm. comfortable, but I'm actually ending my night with a little French press right now, warming things up. French press and silk boxers, I like this guy. All right, <laughs> what can I do for you? I just uh, went through a breakup of about five years. The breakup took five years? Oh, God, no. <laughs> It just took three no, of the no, five. No. <laughs> it took one night. Five years over in one night. How, how old are you? I'm 23. 23? So you were with this person your entire adult life? In college, we did a little on and off action, you know, but we ended up coming back together. Well, welcome to the rest of your life, Elliot. All right, so what is your question. So, um, naturally, way to cope is I figured, why not go on a solo two-month backpacking trip 
throughout Europe. You're a genius. Sounds like you're making all the right moves. Did you get my book, Never Sleep Alone, so you can do those NSA challenges? I'm actually looking forward to buying it. I just started listening to your podcast about two weeks ago, and it's just been on nonstop for me lately. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so happy about that. Now you got to get the book and do the challenges. Okay. Are you staying in youth hostels? That is very important. Yes. Yeah, I'm staying in a couple of different hostels, but what I really want is to meet the locals. And so my question is, so I, I don't speak the language. I can speak a little Spanish. I can speak a lick of French. And sometimes I like to say that I can almost speak Italian. I cannot, especially with Chef Dario there. I definitely, I definitely <laughs> could. Yeah, give us some Italian. No, no, no. Um, I was particularly interested in the French lick, honestly. Yeah, was, first of all, uh, yeah. I want the I French can, lick, please. I want to know what a lick of French sounds like. Si vous play. I, I can... I can talk about wines. I can talk about, you know, like your Chateau de Pops and, you know, your, your French Bordeaux. All right, buddy. Okay, but all right. you're going to Europe. So you want to know how to meet people while you're traveling. Staying in a hostel is a great way to meet locals because typically locals work at the hostel. And they have local friends who they can introduce you to. The key to being the most popular person at a hostel is always bring a lot of wine and always bring a good cheese to the common room. And bring music. Make sure True. you have a speaker dock, because that is the one thing that all backpackers forget. And if you've got the speaker dock, guess who wants to sit on your cock? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's through those speaker dogs. Yep. Really. The best way to meet people is to ask people questions. Ask people for advice. Go without your phone if you can. If you want to be really bold... Go on this trip oh. without your phone so that you have to ask everyone everything. That is radical and good. I did it. I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. Well, you can try it. You can try to do it. I think I think you're going to have a lot of fun. It's Just don't get the data package so that at least when you're out and about, you know, and then if you decide to be a pussy and you need it, then you can always get the data pass. <laughs> it's way easier to meet people when you don't have your smartphone in your hand. I'll tell you that right true, now. True. But the key is generosity. And that doesn't mean spending a lot of money, but you want to present yourself as the cool, generous person at the hostel. You got the speaker duck. You share your music. Oh, you found this great, as you say, Chattanooga do pop. You know, the best thing about being in Europe is you can afford to live the life you always wanted to live in America. You can go to the supermarket, spend $3 and get an amazing bottle of wine to share with everyone. So become the you you've always wanted to be and people are going to want to know you. Also, do some research. Find out where the locals hang out and also find out where the live music is because that's where the horny people are. Yeah, what do you do? Do you have a, <laughs> what are your hobbies? What do you do in life? Oh, um, I'm I'm an actor by trade. Um, I work in fine dining, but you know, I do a lot of other stuff. I, I write on the side and I play a little bit of music. Fantastic. Um, a lot of time working out yeah fantastic yeah yeah, yeah definitely look for like the live that. music look for look for everything that interests you sincerely and uh since you are in that artistic field all of those people the people that you're gonna meet surely they're gonna be very friendly and they're gonna they're gonna take you in also the crowd that travels in hostels are usually europeans okay. or like or very cool american or very cool people from all over the world, but usually it's more of a, a younger cool. Yeah, and when it comes to approaching strangers, I actually made a TikTok video on this. You can all follow me on TikTok. That's how I found you. That's how you found me? You see that? So did you see my video yeah, on yeah, how yeah. to approach strangers? Give a compliment. Mm -hmm. And you can do this to people you don't want to fuck, too, just to make friends. Oh, hey, bro. 
really like your bongos, whatever you want to say, give a compliment, <laughs> ask for information, like, hey, I'm new here. Do you know a place where there's live music? Hey, what's the best grocery store to go to? Hey, how do I pronounce this word in Italian? And then provide an intriguing invitation. So do your research before you go there. Find an event that you want to go to in that city and invite a local to go with you. Uh, yeah, okay. the last time that I was traveling uh, alone, I met a lot of people. And what I did is that uh, I was in Paris and um, I just looked for all of the jam sessions and I play also play music so I just sat in in a bunch of jam sessions and I met so many people so if you play some music I heard you say for a moment mm -hmm. just go there go on stage for a little bit and for sure you'll meet a lot of people yeah and remember MTDP make the dinner party if your hostel has a common room say hey I'm gonna make dinner tonight everybody come also, if you're at a hostel that has a grody bathroom, maybe you want to spend some money, get a cool Airbnb nearby, invite everybody over for a shower. <gasps> oh. <laughs> for a shower. Big hostels that have a bar open to the public. Yeah, and if they don't have a bar, you become the bar. Say it's Aperol Spritz Night, Bartender Elliot at your service. Be the most generous version of yourself, because in Europe, you can afford to be. And you work in hospitality, so you know how to do that, right? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, have fun. Make sure you go to Napoli, and I will give you some suggestions. Oh, please do. It is my place. All right, Elliot, have fun on your trip. Write to me. Me and Chef Dario will give you a list of our pl yeah. favorite places in Europe. Yeah, tell us what you're thinking of going. If you want any sex parties, BDSM stuff, we got that for you, too. I'll bring it all up. All right, Elliot, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. And now, it is time for one of my favorite segments on the NSA podcast. Strangely through the phone. It's our own little mini-sexed soap opera. Listeners, send me transcripts of your hottest sex exchanges to dralex at neversleepalone.com. Spell out the word doctor. If I select yours, you will receive $50 and your sex exchange will be performed live by actors of my choosing. And today's Strangely through the phone was sent to us by Tiffany in Aventura, Florida. And this sext exchange, we have Tiffany, a 42-year-old female office manager at a construction site, who shall be played by Chef Dario. And Jared, a 27-year-old salesman of temporary storage units, who shall be played by Will from WeHo. Please get into your characters, Dario. You are a classy, older Florida woman who knows exactly what she wants in life and in bed. And who knows a lot about construction. Uh-huh. And Will, you are a straight bro, a young poon hound. Do you Perfect. understand? Yes. All right. They have not seen these scripts previously. Tom, you may hit send on Will from WeHo's script. Tell me once you've sent it. They should both have it now. Jared begins. How's your day, sexy? Good. Smiley face emoji. Hard to concentrate though. Why is that? Smirk face emoji. I keep thinking about the other night. What a bad girl you are. What are you thinking about the other night, you naughty, naughty girl? I keep thinking about how hard you made me come. I swear, I've never come so many times in my life. I think, uh, I think I need a new couch. I love making you come. I love tasting your sweet pussy. <laughs> and feeling... And feeling your hot, your hot little clit throb against my tongue. Oh my god. Oh, you're making it throb right now. I'm so wet for you, baby. Jesus, don't make me hard before this meeting. Why don't you come over here and fuck me after your meeting? No can do. 
but I can come to yours after work and fuck you so hard you forget your own name. Well, this is a long conversation. It's a hot conversation if you two would clip it along at a nice pace, please. Good. Bring tequila. Done. Bring Kevin. Let me ask him. Um, tell him he has 30 seconds to say yes, or I'll never fuck him again. He says he has a date. Tell him to bring the date. Tiffany. Devil face emoji. Tiffany, you're so <laughs> naughty. No, she's the worst. Trust me. Just us tonight. Fine. Is my cock not enough for you? It's deaf enough. <laughs> I think your pussy doesn't deserve this cock anymore. No. I'll be a good girl. I want your perfect cock, please. If you want it, you have to tell me exactly what you want to do with it tonight. It's very bad. Be a good little whore <laughs> and tell me. I want you to go down on me until I'm about to come. I can do that. Then what would you like, little <laughs> cum slut? And then, I want you to fuck me for a bit. Just the tip, and don't let me come. I can definitely do that. I can definitely tease that sweet pussy with the tip of my cock until you beg me to fuck you. And then, I want you to sit on my face and let me fuck your asshole with my tongue while you jerk off. That can be arranged, my filthy little whore. <laughs> oh, now Will from WeHo's into it. What else? It's too dirty. You better tell me. I can't. If you don't tell me, I'm going to tie you up, spank the shit out of you until <laughs> your little ass is bright red, and then I'm going to fuck your mouth and make you choke on my cock until your <laughs> tits are covered with your own spit. And I'm not going to let you come for a week as punishment for holding out on me. Or, if you tell me what you want, I'll make you squirt all over the couch again, and I'll pay for it to be shampooed. <laughs> the least I love he, this guy. Can do. So tell me what you want. Okay, what I really want is for you to let me lick and finger your asshole while you jerk off, and then I want you to come all over my tits and lick it off my tits and share your cum with me. Off your tongue while you fuck me with your fingers until I come all over your head. What? <laughs> That's what she wants, Will. She is filthy. I love Tiffany. I shouldn't have D said that. Done. Bring tequila. And scene. <laughs> Gentlemen, oh I God. am so impressed with your commitment. That Chef was even dirty for me, doctor. Chef Dario, that was some real Tiffany realness you were giving us. And Will from WeHo, you yes. know, it got off to a slow start, but then I felt like you got into it. You it really, took me a second to find the character. You really, you really got into. Can I just hear you say, "I really want that sweet pussy"? Can you just say that for me one more time? I want that sweet pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was just all, every time I was, in, I was imagining, I was imagining her in the in those little cubicles, and those little like pop up offices on construction sites. You were definitely there. That was some like Lee Strasberg level acting, Chef Dario. I'm really proud of you. I'm proud of both of you. Will I mean, from cold Leo. reading. Or... I think um, that's the closest. <laughs> that's the closest I'm gonna ever get. I'm to proud sexting with Chef Dario. <laughs> Chef Dario and Will from WeHo. That was incredible work. And Tiffany. You are so wonderfully filthy that I'm going to give you $100, and uh, you can share it with Jared if you want, because I like him too. All right, you guys. The rest of you, send me in your sex exchanges. Dr. Alex at NeverSleepAlone.com. 
All right, my sexy, filthy angels, that's it for today. I want you all to give at least one stranger a compliment today. No expectations. Be sure to get a copy of my book, Never Sleep Alone, through NeverSleepAlone.com and give us a little RSS on the podcast. Rate, subscribe, and share. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, all the socials at Never Sleep Alone. Until next time, people, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Dr. Alex is not a real doctor. Her degree was purchased online. The views expressed in this podcast are based solely on her personal experience and should not be taken as medical advice. Names have been changed to protect the fuckable.